Fellowship Church's devotional podcast, devoted to bringing you some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. Thank you for tuning in. Our passage for today is going to come from Psalm 44, and we're going to read verses 23 through 26. Awake! Why are you sleeping, O Lord? Rouse yourself. Do not reject us forever. Why do you hide your face? Why do you forget our affliction and oppression? For our soul is bowed down to the dust. Our belly clings to the ground. Rise up. Come to our help. Redeem us for the sake of your steadfast love. I was reading this for my devotions the other day, and I was just struck how the next couple verses aren't an epilogue that say, and then God struck David dead for his lack of respect and reverence and faith. Doesn't David know that God is in control? Doesn't David know that God is going to work everything out in the end? Doesn't David know that God is good and everything's going to be fine? Why is he whining to God? Why is he questioning God's decisions? I mean, basically, the tone of this is, God, what are you doing? Do you know what's going on? Don't you see that we are in turmoil over here? Are you asleep? Do you not care? And I think the important thing to take away from this is not that David is correct in assuming or, or insinuating that God is ignorant about what Israel is facing or what David is facing or, or the trouble uh, that is in them. Why does God include these passages, these psalms? There are many throughout the book of Psalms where David asks some really hard questions of God. Because God wants us to engage in truth in our relationship with him. David really felt this way. David was really hurting. He had some deep and serious emotions about what was going on in his life and in the life of God's people. And it is not that we are to assume some of these things that that he says, that God is hiding his face, or that he is lazy, or that he is asleep. But God wants us to bring to him our real fears, our real frustrations, our real anger, our real hurts, and take them to him. They may be wrong, but prayer is most effective when we are asking God to do what we actually want God to do. When we, when we are taking to God what we really feel. Think about a marriage analogy. I can be furious with my wife, and yet at the dinner table I sit down and say, how, how was your day, honey? What can I do for you, darling? Is there, is there anything you need? Love, you know. And I'm saying all the right things, but I, for those of you who have been married, you know how that goes. You can tell that your spouse is frustrated with you. We're not experiencing real relationship. There's a wall, there's a hedge that is preventing us from really engaging with one another in reality. And we can do these same things to God in prayer. When we have frustrations or questions or anxieties, and in our prayer time, all we say, all we say is, you know, uh, God, do what you want to do and uh, have your way. Amen. We're not really engaging in relationship with God. In the same way that sin can hinder our relationship with God, not because we need to walk perfectly uh, all the time for God to be working in our lives. No, there's, there's grace. We, we need to get those out of the way so that we're not walking in guilt and shame that prevents us from having an open relationship with God. The same thing is true for our fears and our anxieties and our frustrations. It's why God invites us to cast our anxieties on Him, 
to take his yoke upon us, to let him know what is really going on in our hearts so that he can deal with it. Once we let him in, then he can work. So take a cue from Psalm 44 from David and let God have it. God invites us to work out our positive and our negative emotions in his presence so that his word, so that his truth, so that his presence can banish all the lies and all the darkness that prevents us from seeing him and ourselves in reality so that he can let in the light and the truth that is his alone. God, we thank you for the gift of prayer. And we pray that you would give us the courage and the trust in you to let you know what is really going on in our hearts and our minds. God, so that you can shape our feelings, so that you can shape our thoughts, so that you can shape our view of reality. And like David, a man after your own heart, that we can walk in a true relationship with you. Do this for your glory and our good, we ask. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning in for another edition of Let's Talk. Church family, you are loved. Have a blessed day.